Hey everyone! Hi guys! <laughs> Welcome to this episode 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 of Let's Get Coffee with your hosts, Lujane and Shreya. Woo! <laughs> the amount of serotonin I get every time we say hey guys. <laughs> hey guys! It's different every time. Maybe we need a fixed intro. I know, maybe we do. You know what? I've been saying to Lou Jane for quite a while now that we need, I need to like sing, which... Please stop. We did not plan this for today, Shrey. You can't just spring this, <laughs> spring this on me. Like... I am a fantastic... Okay, here's the thing. I do classical singing, but like my yeah. pop singing voice isn't... Let's just say it's not the best. I'm um... sure you have a pop voice in you. You just don't use it. Because yeah, you always I like talk don't... singing. The thing is, this is giving me, like, Debbie Ryan, I'm good at everything, but I'm, oh. like, I'm not vibes. But, like, no, this is what, that's what it's, it's whoa, let me talk. Yeah, That's what it's going to sound like. But I actually, like, I act like I can't sing. <laughs> but you can't, that's why. <laughs> Wait. Oh, God, okay. Okay, preface, we're ill. Yeah. Oh, I so let's address the elephant in the room. We're ill, we're spluttering and coughing. Yes. But it's not COVID. Neither it's has, not no COVID. one has COVID. Yes. Please don't. Don't. <coughs> please. Like, our many fans, please don't yeah. come us. Don't worry about our health. We have been safe queens. Um, <laughs> we have been safe queens. We don't want to get cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> like, because we don't. Yeah, don't come at us like, oh, go take a COVID test. Go do that. No. I, we have. Done it. We have. And I don't have COVID. We're just like ill. There's this weird bug going around. Also, I, yeah. I should mention, if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, um we're recording this like the night before <laughs> <laughs> because we have good reason yeah. because we were ill last week okay yeah. and the illness has not yet stopped because we're hard the illness won't leave. leave it's been the like illness- three weeks, three weeks. <laughs> you won't leave us because so here's why here's why it's because we got ill and then we like obviously you know took our covid tests we're negative everything like that but then we didn't stay at home. We were like, no, let's go to school and like. I forced do myself our work. through like a week of school, yeah. and I was like, I can't do this anymore. No, because the thing two days off. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. <coughs> like, if you miss even like one day of A level, you miss so much work. You just miss so much work, and I didn't want to catch up on all that work because it just ends up being more yeah. stressful. So I was. Like, <laughs> we were saying me- this like sick days aren't actually what they're cracked up to be like it's actually really boring and stressful but mm-hmm. i feel like i had some mm-hmm. good sick days that like actually helped me like i needed them do you know what i mean oh yeah oh yeah i didn't take any days off because i'm mm-hmm. just an idiot but yeah so yeah. i didn't take any days off. no but <laughs> yeah i don't know i'm ill yeah. yeah basically we're ill and we're recording this really last minute it's yeah. literally friday evening um yeah <laughs> don't just yeah. don't be like coming at us do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't be like, oh my god, Dre Luge. Like, we love Give you. We're your fans. Yeah. Just like, calm down. Take Just it. Take a it breath. down. Yeah. yeah. I can. I can hear you getting mad at us. Calm down. Yeah. Literally. Thank calm. you. Okay. Let's. We're yelling at them a bit too early. We need to save this for the outro. Because um, <laughs> it's normally the outro where we just kind of scream at you. Anyway. Literally every outro, just so passive aggressive <laughs> for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also want to give a hashtag shout out to one of our biggest fans. One of our biggest fans. One of our biggest fans. If you're listening, Musty. Not no. the name. Not <laughs> the name. Okay, well, shall we bleep, bleep it out? It's fine. Yeah. I'll figure this out in post. In, in, in editing. 
I love yeah, saying but... that. I can't edit anything, but I'm like, I'll figure it out in editing. <laughs> <laughs> I took one yeah. film class when I was 14, and I'm like, yeah. Remember that film class I took? <laughs> I took like, <laughs> I was in like year 10, year 9 or year 10, and I took this like film class for like the whole year. I was, it was the most pretentious thing. Everyone else was in like cooking class and stuff, and I was like, I'm taking film studies and then <laughs> I, we went for a year we just I talked about doing, like yeah, you were doing <laughs> you were making those like short films weren't you yeah i was yeah i can't remember what the class was called it was like short films or something and we would go in and like talk about like citizen kane and pulp fiction and we would like watch trailers and like analyze film techniques i was like 14 and Please. it was like Please. pretentious but it was fun and now i'm i identify with the editor title yeah like if anyone in hollywood needs an editor call it yeah even though i physically can't use imovie but we don't talk about it um (laughs) we are editors though we're editing queens when it comes to other things writing yes cutting people off yes yes i lie yes talk me about that all of that kind of discussion (laughs) what does that mean (laughs) we are coming at you with a heart-to-heart part two Oh yeah, I think we are. Just you think people. we are? Yeah, yeah, we are. We Every are. conversation me and Dre have is a heart to heart. It's just a heart to heart. Um, so really, yeah, the heart to heart part we don't even know. Exactly, we can't even tell the difference. Um, yeah, but for you guys, <laughs> for you guys, privileged heart to heart part two. It's um, a part Okay, so tell me about your week, and then we'll get on to. So my week has been kind of okay. Let's just like <laughs> extract. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, let me just extract the ill from it, illness. Like, if I take that away, it was still kind of stressful. I've realised that I've kind of booked myself up a little bit with mm-hmm. extracurriculars, which is fine. I can do it. It's just a little bit stressful on top of doing A-levels. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, I think I'm still just trying to, like, get into the groove of things and, like, understand what days I'm going to do my homework mm-hmm. and all of that kind of stuff and how I'm going to balance like my personal social kind of life because the thing is that when you get to a levels everything just seems so much more different you have like 10 times more independence and everyone who talked to us about a levels told us this and I didn't realize how much mm-hmm. until like we actually started I am I just feel like the teachers have really given us free reign I'm not even kidding like I have really small classes too and it's just it's like a whole different it feels like a whole different vibe to GCSE and yeah I'm really liking it so far but yeah this week has been kind of taking a toll really yeah kind of it's been kind of taxing I think but yeah Yeah. how about you bestie I've had a really good week I think I'm loving sixth form like this is what I needed Mm. I've always been someone who like appreciates um you know, like, it was fun doing, like, 10 subjects and having, like, breadth and everything, but I really appreciate depth, and I appreciate, like, I, I don't know, I've always, like, known what I liked and what I'm interested in, and I like, like, in-depth study of that kind of thing. Um, so, like, that's mm-hmm. why I'm really enjoying the format of, like, I get to choose what I want to do. Like, I, I thrive off independence, and you know that, like, I, I don't know, people always talk about, like, being scared of getting older and being given more, like, freedom, but I feel like I've always wanted and needed that like independence and freedom so the older I get I just feel like I'm more myself because I feel like I'm where I need to be whereas like when I was a child this is getting so like off topic but when I was like 
when I was like younger, um, I guess I felt out of place not having independence or not being like, you know, treated like an adult. That always felt out of place to me. So like the older I get, the more like interstate form we get and the more freedom we have. I just love it. I like thrive off it. So yeah, anyway, in conclusion, I had a good week. <laughs> it was really fun. I'm loving the non-uniform. I'm really loving the fits that we're seeing. Yes. Me too. Me fun. too. Honestly, I understand what you're saying. Uh, because it's like you're refining your interests and you're actually yeah. getting to study those in more detail. And I think that's a really interesting part of sixth form that people don't really talk about. I think all I've ever heard about sixth form is, oh my God, you guys, like, you think it's easier because it's, you know, way less subjects, but it's really not. But I am, I think when you choose subjects that you actually like, yeah it's that's such a big thing. A game changer it's such a game changer oh my god I am enjoying myself way more than I thought I would and like I'm excited to go to lessons and yes I sound like a nerd but I don't <laughs> care to be honest I don't actually care I like I just really enjoy going to lessons I enjoy like seeing you guys in between lessons and like explaining what's been going on yeah like, that's so true. cool like we all have yeah. like separate lives but in like a mm-hmm. good way because we when we come together like we all have things to share and talk about and yeah. I think like yeah because I'm now I'm just taking the subjects that I've always looked forward to so now mm-hmm. it's just like mm-hmm. there's nothing I really dread in my timetable which is yeah. really, really 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 good yeah because um, that wasn't always the case uh-huh uh-huh yeah. that feeling when like you have like break or something or recess and then you have like a really good lesson after so it doesn't yeah. feel like you're going to a lesson. Like, I don't know. That's or like a teacher that you love. Like, I'm so, I literally, I'm besties. I feel like I just love my teachers now. So, I mean, I always have, like, because it's like a smaller class and like, they know you want to be there. Like, you're not being forced to sit through their, their lessons. Like, you actually have an interest in it. Um, it changes the dynamic and it's really, it's really good. I'm happy. I haven't had a bad sick form week or day yet, really, which is nice. Oh, absolutely. I think it's just more intimate and they also treat you like adults they don't mm-hmm. you're not like a little kid in a class of like 30 anymore do you know what that's I mean? what I'm saying like I've always felt a little bit insulted when any adult treats me like a child which they should have because it was my age but then I was <laughs> like then I was always like how, how dare you like hello do you not yeah. see the old soul within me like what what yeah. <laughs> do you know what yeah. I mean I was like come on yeah yeah I get it yeah um also we should mention we don't have a topic for this episode this is a hot top this is just a conversation me and Trey needed to have anyway yeah if if you ever like like you're not I don't know also my dog might bark in about two seconds (laughs) but um but yeah basically our heart to hearts are just going to be like free-flowing like that's what we always do though we don't have a direction here no because in the last heart to heart we kind of had like (laughs) some topics that we knew we wanted to touch on this one is just free. We're so just going for it. Wild heart to heart. We have yeah. no control. This is just free reign. Yeah. <laughs> it's a wild heart to heart. Yes. Yes. No control. Um, also, like, is my voice monotone? I don't think, I don't know. Because no, I had <clears throat> someone today was talking about themselves and they were like, they said something. They were like, oh, exciting. Wow. Cool. And then everyone was like, wow so that was like really sarcastic of you and they were like no my voice is really low and monotone I always sound sarcastic and I was like me too bestie like I felt that on a spiritual level I Mm. think my voice is like kind of deep and like I always sound bored like I never mean it and I'm like wow yeah and everyone's like "Ah." (laughs) I 
I never mean it. I'm like, I'm oh, sorry. I just can't. I hate faking it. I can't Bestie, put on a voice. You don't sound well <laughs> to me anyway. I don't know. Maybe that's just because I'm a really interesting person and like all our conversations are really. Ooh. Shut up. But Jack like, Page. No, I think I'm like town. I'm just haggling. Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, no, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah. I think I'm kind of the opposite. I think I have a really irritating (laughs) voice. Like my voice is kind of like, oh my god, I'm so excited to be here right now, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Like the Tori Vega voice. No, I don't think you do. I think your voice is like it suits you. It's just loud. <laughs> that sounds like I'm calling you annoying. Do you see what I mean? Like that kind of compliment. Like the way your I say just it suits you. Thank no, you. no, no. I, I don't think your voice is annoying. I think it's like it's the right amount of expressive. Uh, okay. Okay. Which is good. Yeah. I used to be more expressive. I think I just grew into this like. Ugh. <laughs> like I'm just like <laughs> oh, everything I say just sounds like, Ugh. but I don't mean yeah. it like that. No, I don't think you sound like that at all. <laughs> like literally at all. Okay, let's yeah. move into this hot. Anyway. Talk. Because I think we've done like enough. Whatever it's this been is. like fifteen yeah. minutes. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, let's move on. Let's move on. Okay. okay. So I've been having this thing of like, mm-hmm. I was listening to a Maisie Peterson. I was watching like her TikToks, and then I just had a random moment of like epiphany, and this has been happening to me a lot recently. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking about like how I was definitely like say two years ago, I was in like a phase of self-consciousness like I was just kind of like putting it on a lot being very self-conscious um I think it started like maybe like closer to a year ago like it was like a year probably of just self-consciousness and I was thinking about it and I'm constantly trying to understand things that have happened to me even even if I move past them like I just want to know why and I think that's what we all look for like we all kind of want closure anyway point is I was like okay the thing that was really annoying me about myself was the way I was being perceived and the fact that other people I'm so I'm a very self-aware person I like to think I'm very um observant and I don't know I'm just a very aware person so when someone like makes an observation about me that like I wasn't aware of like that really 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 impacted me do you know what I mean Uh uh-huh like you think you know everything about yourself and then someone says something that like isn't aligned with that idea of your identity and, oh, it goes yes. black. and you're like oh my god wait I didn't think I was like that mm-hmm. um, or I've mm-hmm. never noticed that about myself or whatever and then it makes you feel like you're being watched constantly like you just feel a bit like you feel like a, an animal in a zoo and you're like oh my god uh-huh. does everyone else know this about me and I just didn't yeah do you know what I'm yeah. saying like it feels like this big conspiracy <clears throat> anyway so it made me like extremely like scarily self-conscious for a while and then um so and during that time to combat that like shock of people making observations about me that I didn't even make about myself I would just like act in a way where I could like kind of predict the observations people were going to make about me does that make sense so like I just became this like almost this character because I was like at least I know what to expect and it was all extremely subconscious but then I it came to my it surfaced to my conscious during this maybe this tiktok um (laughs) so yeah um so I had that realisation that's just been on my mind. I think it's interesting. What do you think? Yeah. Honestly, I've had this too. I've had it before. And more than self-conscious, it's almost like... I don't know. I think of it like... I don't know. Sometimes just being self-aware. Because here's the thing. I think about... You know the scene in Friends 
where Ross like writes down all the things he doesn't like about Rachel, like the protagonist. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. And uh... then she says this line that has I've never stopped thinking about this line. I have never stopped thinking about it. And when you just said that point, when you just made that point, mm-hmm. I thought about it again. Yeah. It's when she said it's something along the lines of like um like imagine all the things that you hate the most about yourself and someone else like oh yeah i remember this wait this was a really heartbreaking moment yeah it was was a horrible moment horrible horrible moment but like it was quite like eye-opening for me like i mean yeah i feel bad for you bestie but (laughs) it's like it was honestly quite eye-opening for me because the thing is there are so many things that people are self-conscious about and self-aware of Mm -hmm. and so when like you said when random people point those things out it's like, yeah. is that the first thing they notice about me? Like, is that my most prominent feature? This thing that I'm unconscious about? Yeah. Sorry, not unconscious, self-conscious, self-conscious about. about. Is that really the thing that is the most prominent? And then it makes you even more self-conscious about it. And then you try and hide it. Like you just said, you try and hide it and become some other person. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, you end up being like this really, really, really weird version of yeah, yourself. Yeah, literally, that's what I'm saying is like, yeah. make it faking it in that way like if it works i would tell you to do it but it doesn't work because i've tried and it just makes you feel weird and the thing no is that if you're just seriously with every person that you talk to and i've learned this in the past few months literally in the past few months yeah if you give the same energy and the same like not the same energy actually but just be yourself with every person that you meet there is literally no way that it can go wrong i'm not even kidding Obviously, if you're, like, you know, not a very nice person, then maybe don't do that. But, like, just even the things that you're self-conscious about, I can guarantee that there are people out there that think that those are the things that make you the most unique. And those are the things that make you the most special. And I think that it's those, like, little, you know, little things that make you you. Quirky. So I think hiding those things... Is <laughs> sorry. Oh my <laughs> god, we as a society should get rid of that word. I know that is not allowed on this podcast. <laughs> Bleep it out. Bleep it out. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah, no, I actually think that you know, just literally be yourself. It's those things that make you special. It's those things that make you you, and you ha- you cannot be apologetic about like being you. I know that sounds so yeah it's it's but it's true true. yeah and i think like being it's much easier said than done but being someone else Uh trying to be someone else is always going to be overcompensating um and it feels like it as well like it feels very um, yeah overwhelming it honestly is not too great for the people who are meeting you either that's yeah that's what i was gonna say yeah like i mean you're you think that you're doing it for the benefit of those people like you think oh if i like act this way towards this person this way to like Obviously. But they can tell. Do you think yeah. they can't tell? Like they definitely know. Have you ever met someone and been like, "Oh, that's that's they're a little off." You can tell exactly. I think yeah, like the piece, people who are closest to you and the people that love you the most know the best version of you. You know, they know the clearest and the purest version of you. And I hate when when like someone new will meet you, and they'll go over to those people and be like, "Oh, like." what Shreya like blah, 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 like because she was kind of awkward around me she was kind of like this around me, you know mm-hmm. and like 
weird and obnoxious. Yeah, and like when they're like, I hate when they're like, oh no, she's like so sweet. Like you just have to get to know her. Like she's so nice. You just have to get to know. Her. I hate that. Like I understand. Yes, people get better after like you get to know them. But I hate the like kind of yeah. suggestion that I'm not good enough at face value and I'm not good mm. enough the first time you meet me. I hate it. Wow, I've never thought about that. I, I just I think about it all the time and that's why I think that first impressions are quite important and I know that that's like a really overhated like thing but I don't think it really I really don't think it should be like okay so go on okay, there's a lot to break down from what you just said okay first of all you said that the people who love you um know like the best version of you which mm-hmm. I think is interesting mm-hmm. because do you want them to know the best version of you or do you want them to know you at your core I think by I best know. version maybe that wasn't actually the best word to use I think by best version I mean like the version that when I say you're the happiest with I mean like like you said the version that is the most truly you okay or maybe they, they just know you and they, they think it's like the most lovable you could be yeah well yeah. I don't know they just find you lovable and endearing yeah just yeah I think, um, I really do think the people closest to you aren't going to stick around if you're, you know, you have some kind of, I don't yeah. know, if you're rude. Big, you know what I mean? They can't overcome, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, think, like, if you're, like, obvi- obviously when you're having those days, you want those people to stick by you, and that's why they're the best. But those people know you properly, and they know, you know, your mood swings, they know your ups, they know your downs, and I think those are the people that truly know every, like, corner of your personality, and every facet of it. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I think I've never... (laughs) Um, You, I think you've always had this very, like, beautiful idea of, like, unconditional love like I think you're very because you say a lot you're like we love you like no matter what we love you you and I don't think Mm. I've ever thought of it that way I don't know why I just have this Mm. I don't have I just don't think I rely on other people enough to trust that people will be around no matter what like I find that really hard to believe for some reason and like yeah and I I think I've been I have a very fortunate life like I don't think I've experienced traumatic relationship necessarily mm-hmm. but um like I don't it just has never occurred to me that maybe people just love and care for me just because like I, I don't know why that never yeah. naturally occurred to me until I became friends with you and you talk about it a lot and I was like wait it, but, it, but it makes you feel comfortable and safe to know that yeah. your friends feel that way but I, it's never it doesn't naturally cross my mind um so it's interesting you say that um, yeah no see that's the thing that's why I say it though I say it because I mean it obviously I always like I say it to all of my bestest and closest friends I say it continuously because I need them to know that if they are going through a rough patch if they're going through something difficult it's not like they have they can you know because I've been through it like I've been through days where like I just I don't feel like myself and I'm being kind of rude and I just don't have it together and we're not always going to be happy all the time obviously but you need to trust I hate not having that trust that those people that you consider your bestest and closest and like family aren't gonna support you 
and stick with you through that. I hate the notion that those people won't do that. And that's why I always like remind you guys that I will always be there. And that's part of what I mean when I say that I feel like I found my family finally. Yeah. yeah. In terms of friends at school. Because that's really sweet. I think but the thing is though, like I don't expect people to do that for me. I really don't. I think I don't know if we talked about this before. There's this like theory that within group dynamics, people fall into three categories in friendships. And it's like there's the parents who are like the mom friends who give and don't necessarily expect much in return. There's the children who take what the parents, parent friends give, but don't like really give back, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And then there's like the adults who are in the middle. And those are the people who give and take equally and like don't expect much, but also maybe don't give much. And I've always been like uh, an adult friend where like I'll be there if you need me but I haven't I don't necessarily feel inclined to always reach out or to always ask people to reach out to me if that makes sense like I think I give and take equally but I've never felt inclined to give and take much if that makes sense yeah that does make sense and honestly I think I see it too in most groups I don't really know I'm not too sure where I stand but like I was saying before, and I'm sorry if my dog barks in the background, <laughs> um, but yeah, like I was saying before, it's like, I like to make sure that you guys feel like you can come and talk to me whenever you need to, because I think that that support, at, like having that support in school especially, is really, really, really important. And you sometimes just can't get it from family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there are just some forms of support that you just aren't able to get from family and that's fine it doesn't mean that they're you know not good at yeah sometimes you you need someone who's in a situation with you yeah exactly at like at your age and like going through the same kind of thing and I think that's why I'm so intent on like making sure you guys know that I'm there and I think you're right about the group dynamic as well I just I don't know where I see myself in that because sometimes I do a lot Sometimes I, I don't. You. I think okay, your friends always know. You know what I've learned recently is that, like, if there's something you don't know about yourself or about your relationships or whatever, just ask your uh-huh. friends. Your friends know. Your friends have opinions. They're just not saying. <laughs> it's literally true. Like, I ask you anything what? you know. You're just not saying it all the time. What? Okay, go on. What Definitely, we all have opinions on each other. Mm-hmm. You know, we all have. We know each other really well. Oh, so it's absolutely. Yeah. But see, so that's I, the thing. I would just like. I'm just okay. Lujay knows this I'm just really open and I'm like really straight to the point I can't like I really don't like beating around the bush because it just I don't see the point of it like I get it you don't want to hurt someone's feelings I do understand but I also don't understand the point of taking the long route and then hurting them really slowly yeah that's a bit useless too do you appreciate bluntness oh I absolutely appreciate it I appreciate it every time actually but yeah, I'm quite open. So I don't know. Go on, tell me. I think you're um, an adult friend because you're not like. Okay. Um, I don't. You're you're not definitely not a child. Like you don't take a lot and give nothing back. That's not you. But you're also okay. definitely not, like a mother friend either. Like you're you're definitely like in the middle. Okay. And I think most yeah. people are in the middle, and because yeah. you give and take equally, and like you're there for me if I need you, but like I'm also there for you. So it's not like oh, imbalanced yeah. or anything. I think it's just. Yeah, and I think most people are like that. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just always find that interesting because like, I never, f- I just, 
don't expect people to give me loads because I don't expect to give loads. Oh, I expect so. I'm okay. I can see where you're coming from, but I'm kind of again. I've said this so many times, but I'm the opposite. Mm-hmm. I think I'm. I'm quite selfish. I'm a selfish person. <laughs> okay. And I don't really have a problem saying that because it's the truth. But I am kind of selfish and not in like the big things, but in like small little things. I'm like, okay. Um but in terms of this, I only give to people who are giving to me. Like yeah, I'm, not, okay. I'm yeah, I'm really, really, really not okay with giving people who don't like give so yeah it's frustrating it's so, so annoying like, like what seriously what do you expect like do you expect me to give you all this love and support and care for you to just not give it back to me like because that's crazy that's seriously crazy talk but I'm yeah I'm kind of selfish in that respect I'm not going to give it to you if like you're not giving it to me and that doesn't mean that like you know if you're having a hard day and can't give me the advice that I need I'm gonna like abandon you that's not what I mean at all I mean like in the long run if you're not like (laughs) if it's like if it becomes a constant thing where I'm constantly like at your back and call and like you know giving you advice blah 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 and like you're not giving me the same energy that's when I don't appreciate it that's when I start to not appreciate it and I think that's a really big thing about me um but yeah I I feel like that I think that like I just I'm slowly I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's confusing. I think, like, um, I think, oh, oh my God, how many realization, realizations? Um, I, about my whole, like, not giving and not expecting things, I think I just, like, if someone wants me, wants something from me, like, they, they can, I just expect communication from people. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be this, like, person who's like really unapproachable like if you need something tell me and I'm happy to give it to you but I'm not I'm not necessarily proactive like I'm not going to be like oh does she need this right now because I don't know it's just not natural to me like I'm not naturally a motherly person that might be because I'm like 16 but like some people like I think we have friends who already have like motherly instincts like they oh my god right like they like know what you need out of just instinct and they they're like I don't know, they put in the effort to, like, predict how you're going to be and things. But, like, I really don't have that bone in me right now. And I just don't. I think I've definitely developed it purely through, like, experiencing it from other people. But naturally, that is not who I am. Like, I naturally am, like, if you need something, tell me. And if I need something, I'll tell you. Like, just be, like, adults. I don't know. I completely understand that. You know what? That's a big thing for me. And we've both talked about it because, like, we're quite similar. We're very similar. Me and Nigel are quite similar. Mm -hmm. But in terms of this, I think extremely close in opinion, but I find it so difficult to keep up with other people's day. And I know how self-centered that sounds. Trust me, I know that that it sounds so like I'm full of it. I actually don't think it does. I think we need to like remove this whole idea that you have to be invested in everyone's life all the time. You really don't. It's it's not like the idea of investment. It's kind of just like, I don't want to seem like, because the thing is, like you said, we have friends who are just very maternal. maternal. And yeah, <laughs> and they're just, I love them so, so much. They're so loving and caring. Like, yeah. physically, they have everything ready. Like, one of them has a first aid pack in her bag, but yeah. she's, just, <laughs> anyway. she's ready for any situation. But yeah. 
also they're very caring in terms of like asking oh Shreya how was this oh Luz how did this go like how was dance Shreya how was this like it's just so like oh my god how do you remember these things I how don't do you remember have that. yeah like how do you remember that I have this then and how do you care enough to act? like I still can't believe that I have friends who care enough to ask me how my club went I just can't even believe it and like I try my hardest to do the same I try my best but like you said it doesn't come naturally to me I can't I can't can't. I'm better at coming in and being like oh how are you guys rather than asking specific how is this specific yeah club for you how was this situation for you I'm better if you bring it up I will go on about it I will ask questions I will literally interrogate but if it doesn't come up, I'm not able to naturally just bring it up. Me neither. And I don't know so... if that comes from me like not caring. Because here's the thing, is that like I don't think I don't think not caring is a bad thing. I really don't. Because I'm mm. like, why should I care about mm. every single thing that happens in your life unless it's relevant, unless something happens? Yeah. And I also yeah. don't I just don't have that relationship with anyone where I'm constantly like, How is this? How is that? Because like and I appreciate when other people do it because I understand that's their love language and, like, that means a lot to me when they show me that love. But, like, to me, I just, like, don't have it in me. I don't know. I don't really want to know. Like, unless something happens, I'm just, like, I just assume all is fine unless you tell me otherwise. That's what it is. Oh, okay. Okay. And I think yeah. it's maybe it's because I have, like, siblings and, like, in this sibling relationships are quite elastic in that sense where, like, you're not always, like, lovey-dovey with your siblings. Like, yeah you're like you're just kind of like a little bit like boyish almost with them like you're just like you know whatever like I'm not gonna ask unless you tell me and that's how I that's just how I am with everyone yeah no I I can understand that the thing is here's the thing though like I do want to know like I I just sometimes I feel so bad because I want to know but I don't remember sometimes like I just don't remember to ask because it's not because I don't care it's not because I'm self-centered or like have no idea of other people like that's none of those reasons are true it's literally just because sometimes I don't remember and sometimes there's too much going on for me to be able to naturally bring up the fact that you had you know yeah violence whatever Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean like it's like I get I can't remember and then I feel really really awful about it because no but I don't you know because it's like it's just a matter of love language like I understand some people's love language is that and like I really do appreciate it for most people and they know yeah. that but yeah. like um but if that's not your definitely compensate for it in other ways like you shouldn't feel guilty mm. and also it's way worse when someone you can tell someone is asking you like they're like forcing themselves to ask you like they don't care they don't know they don't want to know and like it's not natural to them and they're forcing it because they feel like they should and that is so much worse because you feel like a toddler if someone's like how is your day because they feel like they have to say it like okay feels so wrong to to me at least I just find myself cringing I'm like oh I feel so weird um yeah so if you I think if you just show your love in ways that feel authentic to you then like it comes across so much clearer see but that's the thing I feel like I really 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 hope the people that are closest to me know how much I love them but I don't know what my love language is. Like, what... I don't... I don't know. I'm getting... No, but it comes across to them. Like, I can tell when you're trying to show me love. Like, even if it's not, like, obvious, like, I love you. It's like, I can tell that this is a sign of caring from you. Like... Okay. What is it? Because I don't know. 
it's different times. I think for you, like, it tends to be advice. Okay. So if I bring something up that, like, is happening, like, something relevant that's happening in my life, you, mm-hmm. like, tune into it really quickly. And you, like, remember, like, details. And then you just, you're on it, like, in that respect. So yeah. that. And then also, like, I think you're, you're as a person, like, you're just a comforting person. And I feel like you're, like... Yeah. Sometimes you just do things that are comforting. Like, I can't give you, like, specifics, but, like, if I need something, like, I feel like I can rely on you. So I think that's what it okay. is. Like, your reliability is very much your, like, currency. Oh, my God. Gonna start crying. <laughs> that was so that... poetic. Oh, my God. No, it literally was. Like, thank you for saying <laughs> No, what? not, like, I just, I don't know, sometimes I, that's one of my fears, that sometimes my love doesn't come across and sometimes how much I care doesn't come across. Again, the idea that, just because I didn't ask you about this specific thing, it doesn't mean that I don't care. It just means that it's, like you said, not my love language. And I have to learn to realise that, actually. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, because sometimes from those, like, from those people, you don't get the love, the kind of love that you're giving to them. And yeah. that's because they have a different love. Wow, I'm realising something. <laughs> Dude, that's why wow. sometimes there have been people in my life where I'm like do they not like me like what why are we hanging yeah. out not showing me love but then I when I tune into like the actions I'm like wait they're showing me I just wasn't tuning into the right channel in my mind oh my god <laughs> oh my <laughs> like, god different people like sometimes uh I don't know like a certain people I'm trying to think of like an example like my dad for example he mm-hmm. like will sometimes just do something I don't even know like clean something for me or do something for me and I, I like I appreciated it but I never like realized how much weight it held until like I got a bit older and I was like oh wait acts of service is his love language so now like when he does something yeah. nice for me even like if that's not my love language I'm like oh my god like that means a lot to him so then I've learned yeah. to appreciate that and become like receptive to that kind of love because it's like yeah. I'm just realizing everyone's different in that way I don't know you know I've literally never thought about this <laughs> I've never I've thought about love languages before and I've never been able to figure out what mine is but I have never ever thought that like people might be literally giving you so much love and you're not you're just not you don't realize yeah it's like oh my goodness but I think sometimes you have to be on the flip side of it to realize like sometimes people think that you don't like them because you're communicating in a way that they don't that doesn't translate to them yeah and then you learn to tune into other people because I've had that I feel like I've had that experience before yeah you're right it's like when you have the different experiences and then you have that specific you know an abundance of a specific you know love language and then Mm -hmm. you learn to appreciate it more and then you learn to be more receptive to it Mm -hmm. it's actually such a great thing yeah because some people can't like communicate their love in any other way and sometimes they don't know it's love sometimes they're just doing it because it's what feels normal to them like imagine if someone's love language like wasn't talking for me it's like one of mine is definitely like speaking and Uh quality time and stuff so like if i'm just giving someone endless advice and they're like why is she being nosy because to them like they don't they don't get it to love but i'm not even consciously doing it out of love it's just that's what feels natural to me i'm not saying here like i love shreya therefore i'm gonna give her advice it doesn't work like it's just like it's natural to me like that's just how I am oh absolutely some to some people that's just being weird and nosy yeah because they're not in tune with your love language and it's just like yeah it's all just perception I don't know I'm literally in shock wow (laughs) (laughs) okay next way do we have one that's that's our little love languages thing but yeah so do you think you know yours now I think I do I think you're right I think I 
I'm really, really, I don't know. I mean, you're the first person to have said it to me. But, like, the fact that I make people just comfortable with my general aura. You know what? I was kind of proud of this the other day. A friend was in need. And I started cracking jokes. And at the moment, in the, well, in the moment, I was like, am I being insensitive? (laughs) Because, yes, it could have come across like that. Yeah. But she later told me that it was really helpful and it put her in a really good mood. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of those things that's like you just don't realize. Because, like, if it yeah. was anyone else, they could have been like, why is she cracking jokes right now? What an idiot. <laughs> but, like, literally, I was just trying to cheer her up. Yeah, that's another thing. It's like I'm realizing the importance of just joy sometimes. Like, I used to be yeah. really, like, hashtag deep, hashtag broken, where I was like, <laughs> oh my god like you have to deal with things like emotionally like right away and you have to really like let things sink and stuff and like yeah. I still believe that but I think that like you need to be you need to just let yourself breathe sometimes like I have a lot of friends who are going through stuff right now and it's like it's it's hard and sometimes all you can do is just keep your head up like sometimes you have to just make jokes or just be silly oh, like yeah. and I feel like you're one of those people who made me realize that because you're quite light-hearted I was like I realized that like sometimes the best thing to do is to just like smile like just do something silly and positive and like it sometimes just makes you feel better literally no I I'm gonna sound like a stand-up comedian being asked why she does stand-up comedy but I actually do really enjoy making people laugh yeah I mean who doesn't it's a human yeah it's just the thing is I'm not like witty funny and we have to talk about this oh we have to talk about humor yeah I'm not witty because I don't come up with like (laughs) like clever jokes ever actually (laughs) i just like i'll like maybe we'll laugh out of like really stupid things that i've done like i'll do something really incredibly stupid and it makes people laugh like how fun you know what you're like a brechtian humor and i'm like a humor it's all my theater kids out there because it's true because you're like Actually, no, I have a bit of spas in me, but we don't talk about that. But it's you're really embarrassing like... both of us. You're embarrassing us both now. Sorry, I'm having we a bit of not... live with it. You know what? <laughs> we will we not both take drama A level. practitioners to describe our humour. <laughs> we both take drama A level. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we told each other, no. No to being theatre kids. I'm sorry, no. someone called me a theatre kid yesterday. I need to cry. <laughs> no, I was standing in like a room full I of people. It. And someone was like, someone was like, Shreya, you're not a theatre kid. And I was like, yeah, we're not theatre kids. And they were like, Lude, you are a bit. And then I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I like lost it. And I was standing there, oh. I was anxious and sweaty. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to start crying. Oh, no, and no one realised like how much it hit me. And I, <laughs> everyone moved on with the conversation. I was like, wait, we need to it's yeah, really here's the thing. Here's what I'll set the scene for you guys because oh I think I need you need it to be set. But basically, Why? we were um, so we were at like a rehearsal basically, and Oof. it was like there were loads of people there obviously, but we were standing in a group of three: it was me, Lujan, one other person, Someone, one of our friends. Yeah, a friend. And so we were there, and it was kind of intimidating because there were just loads of people there, and so we were just looking around and we were making jokes about theatre kids not like mean jokes but we were like oh look oh, like, the world yeah 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 Ugh. and this is no hate to theatre kids please it's gonna sound like it but no hate um yeah but <laughs> we're just like yeah but it sounds like <laughs> no because i felt insulted i'm sorry no, well, okay well here's well if you're a theatre kid just own it though okay i'm on. not one okay. i'm not insulted I'm just okay like, okay okay calm down okay, sorry <laughs> 
<laughs> no, okay, we all stood there and we were like, oh yeah, I bet it gets ha ha ha. And then we're like, we're making these stetica jokes. And then this girl is like, so lovely, by the way. Um, <laughs> Our she's best like, friend, actually. But anyway, sorry. She's, like, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, Shreya, you're not a theatre kid, but luge. And then, yeah, no, no, no. no she said you were a famous woman because you study econ. And then I was a theatre kid because I studied English. And I was like, oh my God. I'm ready to leave this earth. Like, I don't know if there's no, anything else. Way, no, but that wasn't the funniest part, though. It was the way she was like, Shrey, you're not a theatre kid. And then Luge went, yeah, we're not theatre kids. Because <laughs> I'm not a theatre kid. I'm not a theatre kid. I'm just a... No, Luge, you are a theatre kid. And I was like... <laughs> no, 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 she didn't say you are. She said, Luge, a little bit. And then I was like, oh. I just stood there and then I didn't know how to react. And then I was like, oh, okay. Really no, <laughs> ruined my day, you know. I haven't stopped thinking about it ever since. I need to start having an identity crisis. And the teachers were putting biscuits and squash out. And we were like, oh yeah, I was going to get some. And Luz was like, no, wait, no, wait. wait. I was like, no, no, wait. You guys. You guys. We need to talk about this. We need to unpack this. And was like, theatre kid behaviour. Of course you want to unpack it. Like, get it together, drama queen. I'm like, sorry. I can just feel the vibes. like, bullying me. Stop. And then I took one nibble of my biscuit and I was like, I feel sick. I yeah, it was the stage nerves. That's what it was. Yeah. No, but if I'm such a theatre kid, I wouldn't have stage fright or whatever. Sorry. Okay. For real. Yeah. We were just trying to justify her way out of this. No, but <laughs> I. What is a theatre kid though? Like, seriously, like just someone who they're like meant to be the obnoxious versions of us. Actually, we are obnoxious. Never mind. We're so <laughs> obnoxious. Are you kidding obnoxious. me? Do you know, I am obnoxious 24-7. And the thing is that sometimes, this is one of those things, sometimes people don't get my humour. And that really makes me uncomfortable. Oh. And I had a bit of an incident last week. Actually, this week. What am I saying? <laughs> oh. No, had a bit of an incident. But, <coughs> no, sometimes I'm like, okay, well, I'm sarcastic quite a lot of the time. And most of the time people get it. Oh. Because I think it's it's <laughs> obvious, right? It's, it's obvious. obvious. I don't know how some. I know exactly what you mean. Some people don't seem to understand this. It's, it's obvious weird. most of the time, but no. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> this week I ended up maybe kind of offending someone, and <laughs> with my sarcasm. sarcasm. With my fear sarcasm. <laughs> it was so bad as well. No. <laughs> it, okay. Let's not. Okay. Anyway, no I... details will be given, but no, I was a bit sarcastic. Okay. Yeah. About something that they someone would does. be a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Something that someone does. Something that we're, they were kind of passionate about. And then I was a bit, you know, a bit like, oh, yeah. But it's like we so didn't bad. know they were passionate about it. We need to understand that. Right. 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 I didn't. She didn't understand. Know. I thought it was a joke. I thought it was a joke. <laughs> That's so much worse. But, no. Well, here's okay. And then I was just like cracking jokes about. I was being sarcastic, but it was some of my best. It was some of my best work, I'm not going to lie. Like, in that moment, I felt like a witty humour kind of gal. But it was some of my... Yeah, I felt like I was being quite funny. Um, And it was one of those things where, like, I sent it, and I was, like, I was so proud of myself because I was, like, ready for the sarcastic reply. Because I love when people, like, are on the same... loves, like, going bouncing back and forth. I just love when people are on the same level as me. (laughs) That sounds so funny. No, no, but, yeah. oh god, Luge. I know, I'm no. Yeah, I get you. It's like, like people be on the wavelength. I get you. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Yeah, yeah. When people are on the same boat, I just like when we're just going back and forth, making fun yeah. of each other. I enjoy that, and so I 
did that and then I got a reply back that was like I don't care what you think objectively <laughs> and I was like oh my god I have truly offended someone and then in that moment I was like never gonna be sarcastic again R.I.P. <laughs> sarcastic try because no not anymore never again no but it I... made a good podcast story that's what I always think I'm like at least I can say it in the pod <laughs> but like here's the thing I was I was thinking no then the most awkward thing happened I'm sorry this story is stretching but it's a good one um yeah and I was thinking in that moment never going to be sarcastic ever again like because the thing is at that point I never realized that my sarcasm could offend someone because I always have thought there is no way people think that I'm this obnoxious yeah do you know what I mean like there's no way that people think that I would actually say this stuff but yeah. then I realized that people who don't know me have could yeah, very well think that that's my personality. I have I had that rude awakening a while ago it stressed me out a bit because yeah. it comes across like assumed familiarity which I really don't like exactly and then and then, yeah, so this person was kind of mad. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, <laughs> and then I sarcastically apologised. I was like, please forgive me. I'm so sorry. Please, so sorry. please do forgive me. It was sarcastic. It was a sarcastic apology. And they were like, oh, no, don't worry about it. Like, it's fine. They fully accepted the apology and thought I was being serious. That's so bad. Like, oh, my God. Oh, like, bad. my humour was broken. My heart, Rocket. literally, Actually, my sarcastic that, heart. Yeah, your humor is almost as broken as that heart is now. Yeah, all of that, like you put them through it. It wasn't even like I was being me. mean, it was, like, but it wasn't like oh, I just <laughs> need context. But it was like it was a lot. Sure, it was a lot. It was a lot for both parties. Yeah. Well, actually, I didn't really care. But like <laughs> anyway, anyways, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's interesting. I think your humor is like. Sometimes it's sarcastic and sometimes it's like really like I don't know what the word is like playful. I don't know. What like sometimes my humor is really like clumsy. Like I've heard yeah. that I make people laugh with my laugh. Um, you do that a lot, actually. Yeah, I like cackle. Actually, it's, it, I just wheeze basically. I'm an asthmatic. <laughs> um, <laughs> like that's like my biggest character trait is that I'm an asthmatic. Yeah, she wheezes when things. Are yeah, and so like I wheeze. No, I literally Boo. wheeze when I laugh. And so people think that I'm just like laughing really hard, but actually I'm just having a bit of an asthma attack. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, apparently, yeah, I do make people laugh with my laugh, like not to brag or anything, but I do that. No, you, no, there we go. Shreya has like a little bit that she does where she's like, I'm a celebrity, I'm famous. And it's a little bit that she loves to do. And I, she's like, my fans, and this is like. It's just so fun. It's a good bit. It's so funny. Please, if I ever talk to you and I do that bit, like just go along with it. Like, don't be like. Actually, it's too early for passive aggressiveness. Let me say this at the end. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's... passive aggression. Calm down. Um, but yeah, <laughs> no, I think that... my humour is more... Sorry, did you have something else to say? I was going to talk about your humour, but you... Oh, we're on the same wavelength. Um, I think... <laughs> uh, mine is... What do you think mine is? I think yours is quite, like... Dry. Shut up. It's I not dry. It's not dry. That makes it seem like you're just not funny. Which no, is no, I think I'm I'm hilarious. Let's not get it twisted. But I'm like dry, <laughs> and I'm like a bit, no. I think I'm more on the witty side rather than the clumsy side. No, well, here's what I think though. Okay, go on. I think you're right. Firstly, but I think when I think of your humor, I think it's really calm. Like it's no, not. That's just what everyone thinks of me in general. No, 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 Luge. You're getting this mixed up. So I'm you're, now you're like half ten, and I'm getting like really obnoxious for some reason. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> on, sorry. Yeah, Luch gets, just to say some that. people get delusional when it's late. Luch gets rude. 
It's half ten. It's not even okay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I have no late. excuse. I'm just mean. Okay. Go on. <laughs> no, Luge doesn't have like a. It's not like she's a really calm person. Like she's quite like. Emotional. She's not bubbly, but she's like. <laughs> no, no, no. Let I mean, that in she a good is way. not bubbly and nice. No, to I don't mean that she's like over energetic. That's not what I mean. But I also don't mean that she's like dead. She's like really. She has like a really calm, placid kind of personality, and she's really like clear and mature in everything that she says thanks but God. when she's funny it's like another level it's another when level she... when she's funny because mean? she what says it in the same she'll say something funny in the same way that she says everything else that's what i'm saying i'm dry i'm monitoring no it's like, not, not a bad dry way. though because but dry just, humor like... because no because dry humor is just very like dry humor can sometimes just not come across i uh, think but just... your humor is just like girl Blah, 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 girl. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> she just says girl. she just goes girl and then she like pulls it out the basket out the basket out the hat <laughs> and yeah, it's just yeah. it's so funny i've always like been drawn to witty humor over anything else like i'm very like like i'll just say something like anything fast that <laughs> comes to my head i say it and then i'm like great like one time this is not witty humor this is like my mean humor no sometimes i accidentally say things and i'm like oh my god i'm so sorry like my friend is going through something let's just say and she was she sat on the floor next to me and she was like and i was like come sit next to me like on the chair and she was like i'm on the floor now no no no. she just said i'm on the floor now something like that and i was like emotionally and everyone just went she was like she looked at me and i was like and then she just started, she started laughing. She thought it was funny. But I was like, wait, I was a bit far, bestie. And I didn't even mean it. It just came out, like, because yeah, of the speed yeah. of my humour, sometimes I say things and I'm like, oh, my God. And then she was like, yeah, emotionally. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. She was like, I meant physically. And I was like, oh. Oh, see. God. No, no, see, I made anyway. a very similar joke last week to the person <laughs> We're that We're just talking about human mishaps now. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was... Oh, God. I, I don't think I'll ever stop thinking about how embarrassing this was for me but like like i said they were kind of passionate about something and also it's like really unlikely they're listening to this but not this again oh girl sorry no, just they me- were- no it was such a good joke though i really feel like i need to share this with my no, friends, please don't. family please don't. no it was funny i'm gonna do it anyway i don't care okay so they were like um <laughs> oh crap i've forgotten oh yeah so i was like being sarcastic and funny and they were like please stop my ego's already on the floor and I was like yeah as is the level of your you know the talent that they had that they were talking about and I was like and oh god it was just so bad. and she was expecting like a witty thing and he yeah see sometimes even the funniest of people mess up <laughs> shut up <laughs> even sometimes sure, yeah. even, even the Ma- Michael McIntyre you're like top crowd I was like, no, yeah. you just offended the live passion. She was like, she's crying. Literally. No, you know what? I had an experience with this. I'm, I promise this is the last thing I'll say about humour. But okay. I was talking to a class in one of the year below's. And they were like asking. And no, I just got pulled into some random like GCSE advice thing. <laughs> and it wasn't because I'm like, like specifically i just literally got pulled out the corridor they're like oh should i give some gcse advice so i was like giving gcse advice but i was like trying to make it funny because like the thing is every time you get talked to about these things it can seem really stressful and overwhelming and i wanted it to not be like that and i wanted them to like feel like they could talk to me 
so I was trying to be funny and I was like cracking jokes and none of them laughed not a single one of them <laughs> I'm laughed sorry. not a single they all just I've looked at me I've this with... incident multiple times I wish I was there like I really want to see this in person <laughs> they People stared talking. at me with blank faces they just looked at me like please what a tough crap it was like I don't know, they were like three years younger than me. Like, like <laughs> give me some respect. You know Straight I mean? up. You were expecting some polite chuckles at least, and they were like, no. <laughs> no. no. I was expecting some cackling. None of that. I literally, right. they looked at me like I was an idiot, basically. It wasn't sure, a good Sometimes one. the brightest stars are the dimmest. <laughs> oh. okay. anyway, we're delirious. This humor. Yeah, we are literally oh. losing um, it. I'm yeah, sorry. I had a point before this humor thing. Oh yeah. Basically I was saying that like I how do I say this? Like I don't give too much and I don't expect too much. I just kind of like react to people's communications with me. And I expect others to do the same. Like, if I need something, I'll tell you. If you need something, tell me. And, like, we can just do that. Because I don't see the point in, like, constantly chasing people or constantly wanting to be chased. Because mm-hmm. both of them leads to being let down. Um, oh, yeah. You're not... If you're expecting a lot and then you don't get it, then you just feel sad. And then if you want to give people and you're not getting anything back, then, like, it's also sad. So why can't we just all be communicative and, you know, normal? Not normal. That was mean. But, like, communicative and, like, just on a good like we don't need to be on bad times with anyone we can just be communicative you know communicative about i being very silent so i'm just filling the space no i'm just trying to understand what you're saying i'm just saying like if you're like a mom friend that's gonna get exhausting at some point but if you're like a child friend who's like constantly begging for things then you're Mm -hmm. gonna also get annoyed if people aren't always giving you what you want oh right so like no i understand your point i just i think it comes back to the love language thing because i think if you are the mom friend, then that giving is never going to be tiring for you. Do you okay. know what I mean? Unless you're, like, a mom friend like me, who, like, won't give unless you're reciprocated to. Uh-huh. Unless you're like that, that giving is your love language. It's what's authentic. And like you said, it's what comes naturally for you. Okay. So I don't think it's ever going to be a matter of I think it's just for me, then. For me, like, that's how I would feel as a mom friend or as a child friend. I'd just be uh-huh. like... Uh-huh, yeah. So that's why see, I feel like it doesn't work. Have- I think the important thing to understand, and I'm not an expert and I don't know much about it, but mm. from what I can gauge is that when you are the child friend or the mom friend or whatever, whatever kind yeah. of friend you are, whatever it is that you're doing, like in terms of love giving, yeah, is what comes naturally to you. So you're not yeah. going to stop doing that. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not because it, it comes naturally to you. You're not going to just, just because it's not working out, it doesn't mean you're going to stop doing it. Like, just as long as it feels right for you, then it's Yeah, fine. exactly. That's um, what I'm saying. Like, okay, if people don't notice, notice it, then that's their loss. Like, what you were saying with your dad. Like, yeah, he was giving it that whole time, and it took you a while to realise. And people will notice. It's not going to go unnoticed. But yeah, it like, might take that, some time like, sometimes. Like, I was, like... I obviously, like, <laughs> felt love in, like, other love languages that he also had that we shared. Yeah. But then yes. I would, he would, like, do acts of service, and I, like thought it was nice but i didn't think about it and, and then i was like oh my god you know that's means you know so if something like sticks out to you and you just kind of don't get it then like maybe yeah and consistent with it then maybe they're showing you love or whatever it is and i think um yeah i don't know i think what interests me though is like the child people the child friends like what was your love oh. language bestie because you seem to just be taking um, oh yeah 
I don't know. I don't think we have any of those, though. I I know. I know yeah, we find myself growing apart from those people. Yeah, I. That's the thing. I think those. It's interesting with those people. I think they notice at some point. They. That's. I take back what I said before, because I think those are the people that will notice at some point that what they're doing is not working, because you can't expect. It goes back to what I was saying before. You can't expect love if you're not giving it. You just, you literally can't. Like, where are you? That's been a big theme for me. No, like, I just don't understand. It doesn't process in my head. How could you possibly expect that level of kindness from someone if you're not able to? Charity, because you're not doing anything back. Like, it's just like... Yeah, no, if you're not... it, it, this doesn't even come down to the love language thing because love language is different. Like you can do it in different ways. It takes people a while to realize we've gone through all of that. Mm-hmm. But there are some people who just don't give it in any way. And that's what I don't like. That's Those are the people that I'm like, okay. It's I'm spoiled. Really it's just spoiled because you've yeah. never felt like you had to give love to anyone for any reason. Uh-huh. No, um, the thing is, they realize at some point, they will notice at some the point. Hard way, the hard way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But they will change it at some point. Like, yeah, it's a hard lesson to learn, but you have to learn it at some point. You just can't get through life like that. Yeah, being like, because eventually, just like it's like fine when you're like younger, but then eventually you become like a lead. Like you become. Yeah. But anyway, I think uh, you know what I I want to talk about this. I want to talk about people okay. being immature. Okay. And like growing up. Not growing oh, yeah. up like growing up like literally growing up. I mean like just grow up. Growing. Yeah. Okay. What What do you have to say? Well, what I was gonna say is, I think. I don't know. It's something about maturity and immaturity. Yeah. I don't know exactly what it is. I have to say. But... <laughs> I think it's very. It's just very very clear. Like you can tell who isn't isn't. And I I really have a problem with like immaturity. Like and I think sometimes not even that, but like for me it goes pretty far to the point where it's even like people who can't handle their emotions like. If you get, like, I don't know, like, if you're angry, but you just can't control it, like, that's such... I just find it frustrating. Like, I feel everything as much as, like, the next person would. But, like, I've learned how to control it because I have to. Like, I'm not... And I kind of just expect that from other people because I'm, like, if I'm feeling the same that you are, but you're not going to control it or to have any, like, agency over your own life, so I can't help you right now, like... I once if if I find something annoying, then like, I don't know. I think like if I'm just because I'm like a calmer person, people assume that I don't feel things as much, but it's not true. Like I just learn how to control it, and so yeah, yeah. So I guess people just I don't know. It's interesting because I think people just assume that I'm gonna be okay with things, but I'm like, no, I feel things. I just control it. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. I was thinking more. You're right, and I was thinking more in terms of. The fact that immaturity and maturity are those things that have, like, about 200 different levels. And, yeah. like, l- like, little segments. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can be the most immature person ever. And then when it gets to serious stuff, you can be really, really mature and professional. And, you know, just good. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then, I, I think, for me, what annoys me is knowing when to stop. Like, yeah, you I have agree. to know when to stop. It, it just, it, like, it's a pet peeve, I think. I actually but think it's a pet peeve. You also have to know when to start as well. Like, you can't yeah. be like, 
people who are like too pressed about everything i'm like Come oh on. absolutely i agree with that i agree like, with that really things just set you off i'm like oh, get a grip no that i don't like being around people who just who i'm i know i know immediately when i'm around someone and i feel kind of like aware of everything that i'm doing that's when i know that i'm like no, because that's like, who I are you to tell me? Like, if you're my age, who are you to tell me about my? That's age? what I'm saying. It just makes me so uncomfortable. Like, like when they look at you when you do something, or like, like I don't know. You feel like eyes watching you, and I'm like, oh, yeah. And it's like, it, like they're judging every single thing that you do, and it's like, don't just just stop being so stuck up. Yeah, like, literally stop it. Because the thing is, you can be incredibly, incredibly immature in every situation. And then you can also be really, really mature in every situation. You have to have some kind of balance. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I've, like, already learned that balance. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect. But I'm saying that it's, like, with the people around me and, like, the people that I see every day, I can notice how I want to be mm-hmm. and the way that I want to act in certain situations. And I think it yeah. all com- it literally all comes down to maturity and immaturity. Mm. And people That's just being, true. like, silly and making jokes out of, like a serious situation uh that that really annoys me it's like a really voice like yeah word is like it's just like just it's wrong it's strong I just, what like, is on. so funny about someone else's pain or like what is so funny about like this you know joint you know i think upset yeah i think some people like that they don't have a grasp on their own pain so they can't appreciate the gravity of other people's pain yeah which is like a personal thing but like no one else should have to feel the negative impacts of that like that's but alas they will never understand i don't know if i used the last right there but the point is they (laughs) will never understand because they aren't there yet so once they get there they'll look back and be like oh my god what the hell yeah but you know i keep i'm keep wait i keep forgetting to get back to my point um yes my point was that uh yeah so I don't expect or give like that much like basically you want something tell me I want something I'll tell you blah blah blah. all good yeah then I also was thinking about this recently about like being authentic around new people and like sometimes like around certain people obviously I'll get like stressed or nervous not stressed but like I'll just be like oh I don't know how to act around this person because I've never like interacted with them but um and for some reason just being nice has never crossed my mind like obviously I'm gonna be nice anyway I'm gonna be polite but it's never crossed my mind to just be smiley and sweet and just nice because I think here's the thing I wanted to bring up I don't Mm -hmm. think I'm a very nice person okay and don't be like this is like not I'm not saying it's a bad thing I just think it's an observation I've had like I'm not a nice person like I just don't feel inclined to be all sweet and nice and I think also when someone else is nice to me I never used to clock it like I just I expected everyone would be polite to me because I'm polite to everyone but like if someone's especially nice to me it didn't never counted for anything to me because that's not my love language is people being nice to me like that's not really not I mean obviously it is but like not in the typical way of like mm-hmm. someone just being smiley and sweet mm-hmm. and stuff like that never counted for anything to me so I never thought it would count to others so until yeah. like six months ago I would be polite and civil but like I was never like really nice to people like sweet and positive and uh-huh. bubbly because I just didn't think it counted for anything. But then more recently, I've, like, appreciated when other people have been really, like, positive around me. So then, like, now I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to incorporate that more. And, like, it really does work. Like, when I've met new people recently, and I've been, like, really uplifting, 
you know instead of just keeping the mood where it is like actually trying to actively lift the mood like it really does like you just feel better after the interaction and I also think I I didn't care enough about first impressions before that's what I was that's exactly what I was gonna say I was gonna say Mm -hmm. it all comes down to first impressions for me and this is something I've been I'm really glad you brought this up because this is something I've been kind of self-conscious about and only recently but I feel like I make really good first impressions and then they just dwindle like I literally (laughs) think that they just literally wither and flounder and it just gets worse I don't know why but I think I this is the thing I think my whole like (laughs) my my personal stigma around first impressions is that they have to be incredible so I try really really hard with the first impression then I'm like okay that's done now they know me that's enough what are you doing the second time you meet people no it's not it's not (laughs) like I'm like changing myself completely that that's not what I'm trying to say Mm -hmm. I'm just saying like you said I make a really active effort to like lift the mood and like make people feel oh I'm comfortable now yeah and I want to make people feel as comfortable as they possibly can and like I do that all the time I hope I hope I really hope I do that all the time Mm -hmm. but like the thing is that I think I make especially with new people I think I make a really good first impression and then depending on whether or not I like them Uh uh-huh that really depends on like my second and third I'm very quick to ask do I even like this person because if oh, I don't yeah. like them, I genuinely, I don't care. I'm sorry, I don't care what you think. And, like, yeah. if I'm just not, like, I have, I like to, this never used to be me when I was younger, because I was much more, like, bubbly. But now I'm, I'd rather, like, take the back seat for a little bit, figure you yeah. out, and see, like, if I actually care enough to give you a good impression. Which sounds yeah. bad, but, like, if I, like, if I'm, like, oh, yeah, they're, like, cool, I, like, I like them, I want to, you know, make a good impression, then I will. But, like, if I don't get a good vibe from you, then I just, I'm like, yeah, not worth my time. Which sounds mean, but it's subconscious. I I understand what... It's a conscious decision, though. Like, I understand what you're saying, because it's like... I'm sure it's something that goes through everyone's mind. Like, I'm... I don't think you're, like, the only person who thinks that. Yeah. I I just think... The way that I think about it is more in terms of... Again, it's that, like, kind of anxiety of... Will they like me or not? Which is why I try so hard. And I like, I'm like, oh my God, like, I just need to, I need to be super bubbly. I need to be like, you know, I hope that that's how people always see me. I do hope people always see me like that. But especially the first time I'm meeting someone, I just really, really hope that I'm getting all of that across. Because what if I don't see them again? You know, and what if that, like, that first impression is the only chance I ever get to, like, truly impress them? And like, that's it. Yeah, and then I don't want them to think go away thinking, well, then she's a bit of a dud. You know, like, I don't I don't want them to think that. So then I try really hard with the first one. Then I kind of assess how much I like them, even. Okay. And that's how, like, the rest of our relationship goes. So you're kind of scared of, like, people with bad opinions running off and you never being able to change. Yeah. I think, like... Yeah. That's interesting. I don't know. I think... Um, I... There was a period of time where I was very, like, in tune with... Like, I wasn't in tune, actually, no, I wasn't. I was just overthinking everyone else's opinions of me. Like, everyone, even people I don't even know or talk to. I was yeah. just, like, paranoid and self-conscious. You know, the same period of time we talked about earlier. But, and to combat that, I just had to stop caring what anyone thought. So mm-hmm. now, and because of, like, that time and how, like, horrible that was for me, like, how much it impacted me, now I'm, like, selective with the opinions I take into account. 
so like I'm very very selective because it's it's a defense mechanism and I'm like protecting myself from getting into that bad place again so I like I need to figure out if I have a level of like I don't want to say respect but respect yeah enough to care what you think of me I think that for me I've said this before in a previous episode I think but I will I think I it's going to be really hard for me to stop caring what people think yeah. because for me other people's opinions of me are important because when more than one person says something to me about my personality that is maybe not so great I can't help but think if more than one person is noticing it does it mean that it comes across like that in every conversation I have with everybody and I go into ju- just this hole of like like who am I literally who like what is my personality yeah am I just being fake am I actually like trying to make a good impression or am I just trying to get this person to like me am I being genuine it's like I just literally have so many questions about it and I think it literally it just literally comes down to me caring about what people think I will never not care what people think and I think I think from what you're saying you care what people think to a certain extent but you don't let it break that barrier it's almost like i just had to switch it it was like an all or nothing thing either i care what everyone thinks of me or i care what no one thinks of me so it was Mm -hmm. all or nothing i switched it off completely and i was like i'm not gonna care what anyone thinks i'm gonna do what i want but then obviously there's people i love and people i care about so i have to like switch on for them i think of it as like like a light switch on and off for like who i do and don't care about like opinion of their opinions so like it's just a matter of am i switching on or off for you am i tuning in out of your perception of me and so like obviously like i care what you think i care what my close friends think my family and everything and then with other people like complete strangers i'm like i don't know you so why would i care how i like you could be an awful person and have awful opinions on everything so why would i just take it out considering that and like i understand your point though because it is natural to care what people think um yeah. but like I think yeah I just need a bit more time to figure out if I want you to like me or not yeah because I also yeah. don't like being in situations where I feel like we have to talk out of like for the sake of it oh yeah oh yeah I want to be really intentional with my relationships mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know no, I think like I agree with that I understand where you're coming like you want to I just want I just want to like savor the the people that you're giving yeah, like, I invest in my relationships a lot, and, like, I want to pick the right people. Like, I, for a really long time, and still even now, I don't understand, like, surface-level friendships at all. And, like, I'm getting yeah. better at it. Like, I'm developing, I think, sick form, because we're all in the common room all the time. Like, yeah. I have, it's easier to, like, talk to people casually and stuff. But yeah. I, um, it's, like, never come naturally to me to have surface-level friendships, because, like, that's not what I crave in life like what I crave in life is deep connection and I'm sure everyone else is like that but like it just makes it hard for me to have like superficial relationships yeah I think for me deep connection relationships are rare and they're beautiful and they're incredible when you do have them friendships relationships whatever it is yeah but they're incredibly rare and they're really 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 hard to develop and I think that that's why I appreciate the surface level relationships because and friendships because um when I have a surface level friendship I'm almost able to appreciate the deeper ones greater like I I can appreciate I can appreciate them for what they are I can appreciate them for what they're not 
I can appreciate them for how, okay. you know, they're That's not shallow. Really wow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, also, I think the surface-level friendships are almost more important because... Well, well... I... No, I actually do. I'm not even kidding. Seriously? I, yeah, I'm not even kidding. I, I appreciate deep friendships with my life, but I also associate them with family. Yeah. I associate... So my family and my friends they're almost like a locked part of my brain yeah like they're untouchable do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. whatever happens that's not going to change those friendships those relationships are never going to change that's like closed off that's sealed yeah whatever happens outside of that little box doesn't matter Mm -hmm. so that's why i love the surface friendships because i can just you know go back and forth it's not like a deep you don't feel pressure yeah, there's, they're literally just... Okay, well, I think... Pressure. Wow, okay, okay, sorry. And then I can, like, from that, I can be like, well, thank God I have some deep friendships because those are the ones that truly matter to me. And I appreciate those more from mm. having the self, surface friendships. And that okay. might not make But then so that just means you prefer but... the surface friendships. That just means you appreciate them more than I do. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't mean I... You're right. It doesn't mean I prefer them. But yeah, I, I do... Think... I, I love them a lot though yeah. seriously That's i'm not even kidding i really do i'm it's slowly becoming more natural to me i'm working on it because i'm just like not everything in life has to be that deep but yeah, i think that's like... what i'm saying like you have to like <laughs> this is gonna sound cringy you just have to like you live can't... your life <laughs> just live your life just don't be deep. no but like you, do you know what i mean like you can't go through every like meeting that you have in your life seriously yeah it's not like a way of living it's just not you have to like you have to have some lightness you have to have some like you know bounciness joy yeah yeah you just can't be like looking that deeply into every single thing that every single it will kill you like you will be so exhausted you just you're like okay i need i need to stop doing this now yeah Uh, so take it as advice from us before you become exhausted um but yeah yeah, i think the thing like i feel more pressure from those small talk relationships sometimes because i feel like like, if I'm not in the mood or whatever, like, I feel like I have to, like, be the one, like, cracking jokes and, uh, and I'm, like, and I, I enjoy that, but sometimes it can be, it can, I don't know, I don't want to say it can feel burdensome, but, like, almost burdensome, because, like, for me, being, like, d- discussing things, analysing things is, like, more natural to me, and this was yeah. not always the case. When I was younger, I was very much the clown, like, the class clown. I was, like, that person, yeah. but, like, the older I get, the more I'm, like, creeping into my shell, I guess. But I'm working on yeah. it. We're coming back out of the shell. But anyway, that was a really long-winded way of saying that, like, deep connections come more naturally to me. No, but I think... See, you know the thing that you said just then about the f- surface-level friendships? Like, the fact that they don't have that connection and stuff. Yeah. I think that's what makes them special. Truly, I actually do think that that's what, that's what makes them special. I forgot the point I was going to make. It was a good one. But... About pressure, maybe in the relationship. I don't know. It was it was something good though. It was. Hold on, it'll come to me. It'll come to me. But basically, it was along the lines of like the deep friendships. I don't know what it was. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know what right. it was. It's fine. But, it'll come back. Just move yeah. on. Let's move on. I'm just yeah. I'm I'm just trying to like. I think I. I was just very like extroverted and very bubbly and everything growing up and then I think I went through the inevitable self-conscious phase of being a teenager and then I'm coming out of it now and I'm 
out the other side but like there's definitely like I'm not completely back to my like whatever like my childhood self yeah I really in my mind like it's crazy how vivid it is where it's like I see such a clear journey of like bubbly 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 and then you know like you get a little insecure and now we're coming out the other side and it's very like I almost live my life by that like graph in my head because I'm always comparing myself to every version of myself ever Um, okay but like not in a bad way just in like a where am I now kind of way and so Uh I now I can I feel like I'm entering like a rebuff and I keep telling all my friends I'm like this feels like a new page for me like a new fresh start Mm. because like I feel like I'm like it's like a renaissance for me like I'm becoming my old self in all the good ways and I'm trying to carry forward all the good parts of being insecure if that makes sense like I'm trying to keep the self-awareness balanced with the light-heartedness of who I was when I was younger and yeah that's but why like I... don't be like too, you know this but don't be like too hard on yourself about that because the thing is yeah I'm for me I love fresh starts and I love feeling like I have a clean slate but mm-hmm. fresh starts are really like a lot of pressure for me and they almost start scaring me a little bit because you know there's a lot of like keep your track record like clean yeah like having to like just keep it all fresh and neat and it's like if you do that are you not like slightly oh my god i've never had that worry Uh, that's the thing that's the worry i've always had with fresh starts i love the idea i do like i love the simplicity of oh my god like i can just throw all this bad stuff away and put it away and lock it away blah, blah blah it's great I do appreciate it and I know it works for a lot of people but for me it's almost like there is so much pressure on a first start and I actually really do think I I learn a lot from even all of the gross phases that I've been through like yeah. the yeah. peace signs and glasses tucked to my face no. and spelling <laughs> yeah. you, you know using hashtags unironically like all yeah. of those phases truly like even though they were the worst they like <laughs> gonna sound cringy again have kind of made me who I am like I'm sorry but yeah kind of have. definitely but, like I'm not really willing to just be like okay fresh start throw all of that away no no but that's definitely not what fresh start is to me like at all okay no it's, yeah. it's really not it's just about phases I like I said before I have I'm a very phasey person um uh-huh. I don't I don't go through many phases but I go through like quite long intense phases and then when they come to an yeah. end, I feel the, like, finality of it. Is that how you say that word? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can feel them coming to a close and starting. Like, I'm very much like that. Um, so I have, like, seasons in my life. And um, I felt like the stage of me being, like, overthinking and being very, like, intense and, like, emotional is coming to an end. And it ended, I think, maybe, like, earlier this year. And mm-hmm. now I feel like I'm going into this thing where I'm, I feel more confident because I went through all the insecurities and I came out the other side. Like I was like, I just, I don't know. I went through a lot and now I'm on the other side and now I feel like I can take the good parts of, you know, baby luge, which were like the bubbly fun parts. I can take the good parts of like insecure luge, which is like the self-aware and the advice and the emotional things I picked up and I can put them together to become like a better version of myself. And I'm still going to have like flaws and like, struggles and everything and I don't think that tarnishes my fresh start I think that's the difference in the way we see things yeah see I think it I think it just gives me room to grow and become better for the next one 
Yeah. See, that's the thing. For me, fresh starts are all or, no- all or nothing. Like, they're very much like, okay, you can do it all again and you can literally oh. fresh start, clean slate, or you can carry it forward and you can just keep building on it. And the worst thing for me is, and I do think that this is something I'm going to have to learn to just accept, but mm-hmm. is every time I'm in a phase and I look back on it and I, like, when you take a picture, Mm-hmm. And then, like, you look back on it after a few years. And in the moment, you're like, oh, my God, I look so good in this. And then you look back on it and you're like, what was I thinking? Because you know that in that moment, you you felt like you looked great. Yeah. And, like, I had this, like, feeling when I was going through my snap memories as well. Like, I was just, like, like, I really just thought I looked amazing at that time. And that's yeah. what I mean about phases. Like, I feel like every phase is, like the it phase like this is the one that's oh, this is the one I that hate i'm gonna take through yeah not, not like that but like people who you know people who are constantly like i've changed now i've changed and like every time they do it like it's just not true or people who are yeah. always like i finally got it like you know eureka like i finally got the answer and yeah. they just keep going and i'm like but i don't think a, f- a new phase is like an, a chance of being perfect a new chance of being perfect i don't think it's that i think it's just a new season like See, but that's the thing, like, I seem to think that every phase that I'm in, and I I don't think of it in a way that's, like, I've changed, it's just kind of, like... The be-all, end Yeah, and, like, for me, personally, I see the change, and I, personally, I'm like, okay, I feel different, I feel like this is working better for me, I feel yeah. healthier doing this in this phase. And then I move on to a different phase, not, like, intentionally, but it just happens naturally. And in that phase, I feel the same way. So I'm like, am I just going to feel okay. like this through every single phase of my life that I'm in the best phase yeah. and then just move on and feel to even the better? next best phase? Yeah, I get you. Yeah, like I've... what? And then I look back on them and I think, wow, bestie, you really weren't in the best phase at all. Mm, I think you need to have some lows now to appreciate that. Not now, but like you maybe mm. need to, because for me, like the phases aren't all good. That's the difference. Like um... I've had like good phases and bad phases and because of that like I can gauge where I am because I have like comparison like I have like a rough like what what's the word like some kind of metric to decide because I've like I know where my like rock bottom is and I know where my high points are and I'm just working in between do you know what I mean whereas yeah. I think yours just keep getting higher so if this was like a like a graph yours just keeps going up whereas mine mm-hmm. is going up and down so I have more sense of like where I am I don't know okay yeah do you know I think- if you're only going up you're like when does this stop it's I mean I don't know it's not really like it doesn't always feel like a high though do you know what I mean it doesn't always feel like it never always feels like I know I just said each phase feels like better than the last one but it's only because I'm willing it to feel better than the last one like I'm like I'm thinking oh like this feels seriously does feel better for me like I feel like I'm in a better headspace yeah the last time and maybe I'm just convincing myself that I am but it doesn't, like, it's not like the graph is continuously going. Like, it's like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I just, I'm good where I am. And then when I move on to the next phase, something would have changed. And that would have either made me feel better or worse. But then I learn to adapt. And then we move. Okay. Do you know That's what I mean? That's good. Like, That's gross. Like, That's you, you learn to change and adapt to the way that things are happening in your life. Yeah. And I think that's what a phase is. Absolutely. Yeah. I think I've really seen you like grow so much over the last six months. I've told you this, but 
genuinely Thanks, like bestie. like i feel like i've seen it and i'm like oh my god really it's so weird when you see people around you grow yeah oh you yeah. know what i had this someone said this to me the other day <laughs> and they were like shrey i feel like you've had um a mental health emotional glow up and i was like oh my god that's so really? cute that's such a nice i was like thing. really oh. i was so happy because like if people around me are noticing it, clearly it's having like a good effect on my Yeah, because it affects like the advice you give and the way you are yeah. and how you react to things and everything. It's like really exactly. nice. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, this has been such a fun episode. I know, I needed that. Like every time I feel like a like a release, like a fresh breath of air at the end of the a podcast episode, I know it's like a good one. Like it's No, gonna... honestly, this one has felt really good because we've just like verbally vomited everything. Like we needed we this. Had... like a Friday evening. Yeah, this is not where I thought we would end up when we started. Mm-hmm. When we started <laughs> the topics, I didn't think we'd end up here. That's always I... the best way, though, to do it. Yeah, I love that. And I'm sorry if some of it didn't make sense. It's late and... Leave We're a little delirious. It's coming out in, like, 12 hours. Um... Yeah, like, <laughs> please, just leave it. Leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Also, Lou just doing all the editing. Give her a clap. Yeah. Thanks, Queen. Woo! If I knew how, I would edit applause, but I don't but that's okay <laughs> it's fine we can just make what was it didactic noise i don't know how to say it anyway that anyway. was a little conversation a little delirious conversation yeah thanks and let us know if it's more entertaining when we're like delirious or is I it think more... it's it is or well, not delirious but when we get like really deep into it it's like yeah no because no we are delirious let, let's face it no but is it better when we're like fresh and like yeah because we don't do it like midday yeah, we normally, I'm normally, like, quite, like, okay, let's go neat, let's get ready. Mm-hmm. But today I've just been kind of freelancing it. So hey, let us know okay. what you think Fine. about yeah, the Let us know. DM us on at Let's Get Coffee Pod. Tell us your thoughts. Because I also love having discussions with people about the deeper conversations. Or yeah. just DM us if you know us. Just DM yes, me. please do. DM us. Thanks, guys. Thank you um, for listening. Thank no passive aggressiveness today. Where's the passive aggressiveness? Yeah, are we too tired for that? I'm a little bit tired for that. That's fine. I'll bully you for like one second. Yeah. You asked for this, and like <laughs> we have been talking for like three hours, but that's because you Dog. begged for us to talk, and Not you're here, you and thank you for, for returning, and you signed up for this, and yeah, come back next time. We love you a lot. This was really fun. I love you, Shreya. Thank Shreya. you. We love this conversation. Mwah. Bye, guys. We love you. Bye. Okay, see you next time. Bye. Bye.